we are going to gauge the initial sharpness of all of these blades, irregardless of the maker. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> I'm having a good day, but I bit off more than I could chew because I tried I tried to do this thing, and you can even ask my wife. It was really funny, and I got most of it, but you know something let's uh let's not even let's not even worry about that. Welcome to radio irregardless. This is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless, and uh, we're gonna have some fun tonight because it is of course Halloween or all Hallows Eve. We'll get to that soon uh very soon in fact but before we do anything let's start off as we always do if you are listening to radio regardless you're doing it one of three ways the first is you're listening through my personal website markscalia.com and that's how you're listening if you want to be part of the chat and you're listening through my website you click the box that you're listening to and it will send you over to the broadcasting site which is mixler m-i-x-l-r.com and you can live chat and i've got karen paul jason kim brendan and chris so they're live chatting right now and they're having some banter and some funny stuff and i don't know what's going on but they're it's just fun. It's fun. And the third way you can listen is if uh, you don't have the time to listen to us live. And if you can't listen on Wednesdays live, then you can listen to the third option, which is the podcast. Because after the shows are done live, they are done. Uh, they're the, then then put, 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 put down and put together. And, they, and then we shoot them over the, to the iTunes. And they become podcasts. So if you're listening live... <laughs> We meet to chat and there's just happenings on the, yeah, the broadcast is just happening on you guys just kind of hang out with each other. What I, uh, what I'm going to do is there's a bit that I've tried to produce, but if you're listening to this on, on a podcast, you'll get to listen to what I finished because I didn't have time to finish it. I'm about 80% done with it and I don't want, I'll tell you a little bit about it during the broadcast, but before all that, let's start with what's happening now. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the When? It's now. We're it now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Yes, and it's here, and that's what it is, and today is a very special day. It's the show before Halloween, and I get to do this, and I didn't do, I don't know what I did last year, I think I might have, but I was probably busy, and I don't think I did a show, but this is the Happening Now monologue, so let me bring you up to speed about what's been going on in our week apart from each other. I set up a cortisone shot 
with a doctor. But here's the thing. My doctor referenced another doctor. That doctor, neurosurgeon, that neurosurgeon references me to another uh, physician's assistant. I'm getting lowered down the food chain but needing more help. I don't know what's happening. And the thing about me meeting the physician's assistant, I can't do it for a week and a half. The physician's assistant, yeah, I said it. (laughs) The thing about me meeting the physician's assistant, say that a dozen times fast, is I have to meet with him and then he might be able to give me a shot or he's going to schedule it and I'll have to go another time. What the fuck? Uh, If I could just fuse all the shit together, I would. But on better news, uh, the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival logo finalized, website up and running. And if you want to visit it, it's still, well, it's still in the beta form, but it's still out there. It's Salem Comedy Festival. But just type in Salem Comedy Festival and you'll find it. And it's there. And the uh, maybe that's what I need. My back is rebellious. Yes, everybody. I don't know what's going on. Um, I was adjusting in the chair, my special chair. I got special chairs to sit in. But if you go to the Salem's Comedy, uh, SalemComedyFestival.com, uh, you can witness that. And it's still, again, it's still a little bit in the beta stage, but it's, uh, it's, it's up. So it's running. We're not a lot of content going on yet. Two words, standing desk. Oh, yes, I know. I do have a standing desk. I, well, I have a thing I put on my desk so I could stand. And the Facebook site should be up and running by the 1st. And, of course, the festival is January this January 2016, 14 through 17. So mark your calendars for that. The Salem Christmas Carol, getting prepped for that. Scrooge is uh, on uh, on a mission. He's insane. And I think most of the tickets are gone. So I don't know what to tell you. Speaking of gone, Mr. Charlatan is done. He had his last show on Monday. Phenomenal crowd. We had about uh, 25 people. It was so fun. The 25 felt like 50. They were great. We had kids and we had some special, a lot of my, uh, some people I know were there and people I didn't realize I knew until all of a sudden I met. So it was a lot of fun. But uh, he will be missed and uh, he might be making another appearance next year. We'll have to see. So that's all. And speaking of Salem's happening, did you hear about the witch suing the warlock? Only in Salem would it get national news that a 72-year-old, quote, and I'm using air quotes, witch is suing a warlock, which, what? A warlock isn't even a real thing. It, It just isn't even a real fucking thing. And it made the news, like the real news, not like TMZ or whatever that shit is. It it made the actual news. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it did. It got more media coverage than, uh, than the budgets. <laughs> I think Bernie Sanders got less coverage than the witch. Uh, before I talk about more things, I do not have a guest tonight because I planned it this way. I did not want a guest. I wanted to have just my time with you guys. Yeah, Maury Povich. Whoosh, current affair. Uh, yes, it is Welsh for traitor. Yeah, I, I knew that about traitor, but a warlock is not a real thing. It's not, and this guy's like, it's it's thoroughly apparent that this witch is trying to give me a hard time, and I'm like, really? It's not exactly a good representation of either one. Seriously. But I have no guest tonight because uh, I wanted to spend more time with you, my loyal listeners. I want to talk a little bit about Halloween because it is coming up. Halloween is, and I used to do this in my act, Halloween is the last adult holiday. 
Like most holidays are now for children or for family, or for other people. But as individuals, Halloween still cuts it. Like kids enjoy it with the trick-or-treating and the dressing up. But at no other point would you be, you know, in, in American culture, do you walk in to a corporate environment and see a mummy sitting next to a Barbie doll and think, that's fucking normal. I mean, it's awesome. It's just so awesome. And Halloween is that you know, that dress up, you can dress up and just live a fantasy. And whether it's called a fantasy or you actually pay homage to the homage, whether you want to pay homage to like a culture, like you can't wear Indian costumes, Native Americans. You can't wear them because people don't like them. You can't, you know, you, you can't uh, do a lot of different things. Like you got to be a princess, but you can't be a spirit princess. And it's just, or you can't be a guy. You can't be a ninja. And it's like ridiculous. And why don't you just wear what the fuck you want to wear, whether it's costume. I mean, other than, you know, blackface, which you could do that if you did half black or half white, because you could be one of the aliens from the original Star Trek series or uh, one of the Yankees from the Warriors. That's what you could do. <laughs> That's what you could do. But other than that, I remember I like I never had costumes because I grew up with not a lot of money. So we made our costumes. One of the first, I mean, my mother would dress us all up, uh, especially not so much my brother because he was too young, but he would be like just in like a monkey suit, a little bear or something like that. But I would be dressed as a little girl or for some reason, like my sister would be like we were the Marx Brothers one year. My mother took a Tupperware bowl, like a cake Tupperware bowl, and then a piece of cardboard and she fitted the cardboard over it so it looked like a brim of a hat. And then... I wore a wig and a like a curly wig, and I was Harpo Marx, and I had to wear this top hat, but my mother couldn't buy a hat, so she made a fucking hat. It was awesome. And then one of the first costumes that me and my brother made, I made, I used to collect, well, I still do, um, the Micronaut toys, and I still have, like, I almost completed the collection. I think I have almost every single one ever made up in the attic, but when I was a kid, I had them. I played with them, and I dressed as one of the characters, one of the, one of the, uh, one of the figures. His name was Galactic Defender. He had a full helmet, but the helmet was like, it went to like the middle of the chest and it was like almost like a bubble helmet, like one of the old, like the old 70s spaceman type helmets. Not like a bubble bubble, but more of like a, like picture of wearing a Tylenol, a clear Tylenol. So what I did is I got a cardboard box that was big enough and I cut a square hole in the front, which is what it looked like. And I put it down so it rested on my shoulders and I cut out shoulder form so it's like this uh, like a u so much old because that's the way the the costume fit and he had a jetpack on the back and he had like a lightsaber but it wasn't a lightsaber because it was it was like a lightsaber and he had a, a big gun and he was galactic defender and he, he was all gray and he had these uh little metal bracelets so i didn't have any metal so i used aluminum foil to make the bracelets and i had the best fucking time so I don't know if you guys ever did that. You make your own costumes. I think there's a feeling of satisfaction by making them. I mean, even if you went out and bought some of the costume and then you did makeup and you bought a wig and you assembled it, there was this feeling of that. Like when you were little kids, we got to the point where we could buy, you know, the. and here's the other thing. In the Micronaut costumes, they made two costumes of two of the characters. One was a character called Biotron, who was this giant robot with a silver face and a silver head. And another character called Baron Karza, who was the bad guy. And he was all black and he had like thorns in his head and he had all this stuff. But they made two costumes. What's his name? Cooper. Ben Cooper, actually. Ben Cooper made two of the mat two of the costumes. I own them. I own them. One of them 
is like an extra large child, but I think I could fucking fit in it. And I really want to wear it if the costume didn't cost like $75. But it's the old costumes, you know, that like the costume that you put on and then you tied it around the back and then the waist and it had pants. So you could wear pants. And it had the, there was the plastic with that really thin elastic that was like stapled onto both sides. And that, those are the costumes. I was just thinking that was like the coolest thing ever. I'll tell you what I really want to buy. Have you seen those dinosaur costumes? It's like a full animatronic dinosaur. They're like $50,000. But I would totally fucking buy that. I would totally buy that thing. I would fucking love it. I'd rent myself out to corporate gigs. I'd just walk around fucking eating people. It'd be awesome. So that's my stuff. That's my uh, my little Halloween thing. So I want you guys to enjoy your Halloween because it's it's Saturday. So there's a lot of stuff going on Friday and a lot of stuff going on Saturday as well. And of course, people are going to try to push it one more day and make it go Sunday. But if you want to do that, go right ahead. Have fun. Halloween never hurt anybody except, you know, when you put razors in apples, which they don't do that anymore. First of all, I don't understand. Apple is not a good trick-or-treat candy. <laughs> Maybe, maybe it can't, we got candy apples, you know, we had them in wrappers with it. There was caramel on the outside. We got some of those, but we <laughs> fucking razors. And then the, see, I was a kid. You couldn't trick or treat. Now everybody's got to go out and be back before it gets dark. There was the Tylenol scare. Uh, people were trying to, you know, they were poisoning aspirins and stuff like that. Um, hold on a second. I'm getting a call. Hold on. See if I can put this through. I don't know if I can. Let's see. I haven't tested this. Are you there? Uh, is this? You have said you had jigsaw. I yeah. That was an imposter, I tell you. No, no. J- I am jigsaw. No, you're not. You're... <laughs> I am. No, you're just not. I'll tell you why. No, you're a kidnapper. Right now, you are a kidnapper. No. <laughs> you have made your living making people laugh. Now, your wife is tied up. She is suspended above the whoopee cushion. No. I know nobody understands you. That's, that's the thing. You have to articulate a little better, Jigsaw. The key is inside the whoopee cushion. The key's inside the whoopee cushion. Yes. Okay. She's suspended above the key and the whoopee cushion. Who's suspended? Earlier, right? she was fed two bowls of beans. Two bowls of what? <laughs> beans. You fed her two bowls of beans. Okay. The whoopee cushion is filled with explosive gas. <laughs> you know, Choose. I, I got I, I to tell you, Jigsaw. I'm going to go with die. You know, you were kind of a badass before Jigsaw. I don't know what happened to you, dude. Math problems? Math problems? I can do advanced calculus. Oh, you know some I Jigsaw, I'm gonna let you go because I'm gonna play you know something? Why don't I why don't we just do that? Why don't we just play a little bit of the Jigsaw board problems? Because that we got stuff coming up. It's the last one. It's the math last problems. Let's do it. All right, math problems. Ladies and don't scare me. No, it's well, you don't scare me. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jigsaw's word problems. <laughs> Hello. I want to play a game. This is a word game, and you're going to play whether you want to or not. 
See, this is articulate right there. Make <laughs> or die. The choice is yours. I know. Okay. So this is his last time playing. So he's in the studio Except with me. One. Okay. Here we go. First one, everybody. I have 54 cents to buy candy. Fucking candy. Yet each piece of bulk candy oh. cost three cents. How many gumdrops can I buy? I have no... Why is it always gumdrops and candy now, dude? See, I'm telling you. You were badass before. Now you're not so cool. Now you're not as cool as you are. So, I don't know. You have 54 cents to buy candy. Each piece of candy costs three cents. How many gumdrops can you buy at that? So, let's just figure that out. Example what? two. Wait a minute. Nobody's even tried. Maggie. Had three packages no, of cupcakes. It's not 18. Try again. There are four cupcakes no. in each package. She ate okay. five cupcakes. Five, okay. How many cupcakes are left? Okay, so Maggie had three packages of cupcakes. Cupcakes. There were four cupcakes in each package, but she ate five cupcakes. How many were left? That's a tricky one. Oh, wait a minute. Kara got it. And it was 18. Was that really 18, the last one? For some reason, I thought it was more than that. Okay. Jason stepped away for two minutes. My life is on the line. Don't fuck around, Jason. Example three. All right, here's the last one. 21 people are going to the zoo. 21 people going to the zoo. Okay. There are three vans to take everyone there. Okay. Three vans to take 21 people. How many people. will go in each van if the same number go in each van? And all the people go to the zoo. This is a little tricky. It's hold on. There are there are twenty one people going to the zoo. They have three vans to do it. How many people will go in each van if the same number of people go? It's seven. Seven. That's a piece of cake. See? Seven. You lose. You lose, Jiggy. You lose, Jigsaw. Oh wait a minute. What am I doing here? There we go. Yes, you lose tonight, Jigsaw. What happened to this? Here. Okay. Are we good? Can we do this? Can we do it. Why does it not show my list anymore? There we go. Ow! 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 What? <laughs> yes. I live to fight another October. So uh, you guys were very good. Twenty, no, twenty-one. Oh, there we go. No, it's not twenty-one. There were twenty-one people going to the zoo. It's I was on the way to the fair, and I don't know. Nobody, nobody knows. But we got it right. Congratulations, everybody's good. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our first break because we're running a little late. But that's fine. That's fine and dandy. And when we come back, we're going to do something else. You're going to you're gonna like that. We're going to have some fun. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. Are you seasonally depressed? If so, CSUN Depressitol may be right for you. Millions are already taking CSUN Depressitol. Some people have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, anxiety, anger, constipation, excessive gas, and vomiting. If taking CSUN Depressitol has any of the aforementioned effects, stop taking it immediately. Get on a plane, buy a sun lamp, yell at strangers. Good luck. It's going to be a long one. This is Chris Gagne. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia on channel... 
there any channel? I messed up the Pizza Hut buffet just to do an internet radio show on a freaking Wednesday night. And you're back at Radio Air Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and we are having some fun. I know I am. So this is where, now, I can't do this live, so you guys are going to have to listen to the archive show, because this exactly is where I would put the, <laughs> the thing, and I'll tell you about it. I thought, here's the thing, and in my defense, I thought about it kind of late. I thought about it this morning. I had done something, and now I can't find it unless I put it where I'm supposed to be put it. I put it where I supposed it. Yes, I put it where I supposed it. And now it's here where I should have, not where I posted. So if I didn't post it, now I did post it. So anyway, so I thought of the concept this morning, and I had to, you know, I had to run errands, and I came back about two o'clock. I started doing the promo. Now, of course, you know, Jigsaw has to get his game in, and then other games, and I prepped the show. So essentially, I started um, I started writing this around four four o'clock. I wrote it, and it was done completely. And I had Karen take a look at it, and she edited and the final. She goes, "Oh, some typos." And I went, "Yeah, yeah, fix my typos." So she fixed my typos around quarter past five or so. So it took about an hour to write it. So which was great. Now the concept was and is, and when you listen to this on the archive show, you'll hear it. I'll put it in there. I'm going to edit it and I'll put it in there. It's a poker game <laughs> with some of my favorite serial killers ever. Freddy Krueger is hosting the party. <laughs> he invited Pinhead and Chucky and he invited Ghostface. <laughs> and of course, Jigsaw. And then there's two other guys that show up. There's Jason Voorhees and... And uh, and Michael <laughs> Michael Myers. So I did it all, and it's all done. The only thing is, it's not it's not where I want it, so I can't play it. So, but all the it's all together. I just have to put the music and some more some foley to it and stuff like that. But when you listen to this, and you know, it'll be during the next break, so you guys won't hear it. But it's really funny. So I really encourage you to guys to guys to download this show and listen to the replay. So that's what I would do. But since we are live and since I made my childhood creepy, <laughs> but it's funny. It's not it's not a creepy thing. It's a very funny thing. So since it's uh it's us all Hallows Eve as, as far as the show goes because our next show will be November 3rd, I think. I want to play a couple different things. We have a couple different things coming on. So the first thing I'm going to play is um a little bit of history. Yes, it's another episode of history. Welcome to another installment of Radio Irregardless's History. Ages ago, tribes of Celtic farmers believed there was one day a year where the season of life meets the season of death. Today's the day! The sun is shining, the tank is clean, and we are getting out of <clears throat> The tank is clean. And that day was called Samhain. We did not seriously think that a hobbit could contend with the will of Sauron. There are none who can. Druid priests tried to foretell whether their villages would survive the winter. Funny. She doesn't look Druish. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III established All Hallows Day, and soon Samhain became known as All Hallows Eve. All Hallows Eve has become a night of fun. 
From there, it was a short walk to the name we all know today, Halloween. The origins of trick-or-treating remain unclear. It is believed to have stemmed from a custom known as souling, in which the poor went from home to home and prayed for the souls of each family's dead. Klaatu! Marada! <laughs> Halloween's appeal transcends age, delighting both children and, yes, even adults alike. Aren't you getting a little old, Mitch? Shouldn't you step aside? It's a day to step into costume, gorge on sweets, throw ghoulish galas, and scare ourselves silly. The truth is frightfully clear. Not even a silver bullet could stop Halloween now. Silver bullet, the one that won't slow you down. Talking about cool. This has been Radio Irregardless's History. <laughs> history, everybody. Uh, it was another episode. Uh, so, and I had fun putting that together. It's, you know, it's again, maybe I'll fix it a little better in post. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> so it sounds a little better. So we always have some technical glitches. So since we're playing some games and since I'm having some fun with you guys, uh, there's a little bit more I want to get on. How about we have I play another game with you guys? Because I know that you guys helped me with the Jigsaw's word problems, which was very helpful because I would like to be able to live in with Jigsaw trying to kill me constantly in October. It's just wonderful that you guys saved me. But here's I want to play a fun game that I've never played with you guys. I've only played this with my guests. So I'm going to play a cool game with you guys. And usually you guys play against my guest. But you guys are going to now play against each other. How about that? Let's play a little foreign offensive. Can you Americans speak any other language than English? (laughs) No, we can't. That's what we're going to do. And of course, the foreign offensive is I play you a clip of an actor or actress trying to do a different accent and you have to guess the accent. It's much easy. I'd love it if you could do the actor, the movie, and, you know, something we haven't done it because usually just you guys play against my guests and I make it easier for my guests. If you, here's the thing, I'm going to play it. You have to guess the actor slash actress. You have to guess the movie and you have to guess the accent they're doing. Let's make it really difficult and really fun. So it's a three-parter. So do not write anything until you write all three. Because if you write one, you get no credit. And Kim is going to win. Um, yes, Kim is the ringer. Kim is always... And she was gone for a little bit. She was gone a little bit. And now she's back. She back to show to Kim. She's like, hey, yeah, I want to wait for a little bit. And now I'm a little better. Now nah, they're wearing devil's costumes and putting them on eBay and all that stuff. Anyway. Are you ready? Here's the first one. Really tricky. I'm here on behalf of a client. His name is Isakopov. Is the name known to you? Karpov. No. He's in possession of a letter written by your father to his. It makes reference to a Mr. Lipitzana, as in the Spanish horses which have worn black but gradually turn white. Yes. This is a process I'm guessing your bank is familiar with. That's a tough one. (laughs) That's a tough one. All right. 
Now, you guys have heard it's 27 seconds. We may have to dumb the game down. So let's just try <laughs> Let's just try it to get all three. Come on, Brandon. Brandon, come on, Brandon. These crickets, you got nothing? Oh, I'll, I'll, you know, some holy crack. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll give you some more hints. It's a movie called A Most Wanted Man. <laughs> and Rachel McAdams is doing I'm here that. on behalf of a client. Yes, all you got to do is guess that freaking accent. Is, I try to. I try to make it easy. I try to is have fun. Is the name known to you? Why have fun? Carpo. There we go. Rachel McAdams. What, what accent? He's in possession of a letter written by your father to his. Natalie Portman, Spider-Man, German. No, no, and yes, Jason. As you got, you got German, German. We, oui. we, oui. correcto. Uh, See, si. uh, correcto. Yes, <laughs> you got because I had to dumb it down. It no, it's uh, <laughs> it's Rachel McAdams. It's a movie called A Most Wanted Man, and she's she's trying to do German, which is weird because she sounds like Heidi Klum. I'm here on behalf of a client. Yeah, she sounds like. Do you know why I broke up with Seal? <laughs> What? What? Anyway, let's try the next one. This one's actually easier, and I, I think you can get all three with this. Here we go. So that's the worst accent ever. That's why it's called foreign offensive. Uh, it's good German if she's playing a German living in Britain for 10 years. <laughs> I am Emilio, sir. I am your servant. I am very, very sneaky, sir. <laughs> What the series? Yes, it is Mr. Deeds. It is. It's from the movie Mr. Deeds. Yes. And it's Spanish? Wait a minute. Jason is two for two. We. We. Here we go. Uh, See. Uh, Correcto. There we go. It's Nick Tuturo. It's Spanish. Everybody's doing it now. Uh, so, uh, because I had to dumb it down. I just, <laughs> I just had to dumb it down. So, uh, Jason has two. So, guys, keep up. Jason has two. Jason has buried this fucking game. <laughs> and it's not even that good a game. It just isn't. That's why I don't play with it with my with my guess. <laughs> just my guess against you guys. Oh, I'm blonde. You got to dumb it down more. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, uh, Jason, see if you can make it the full trifecta see if you can make it the hat trick my friend here it comes this one's really tough not helping at all 16 seconds please yes sir. oh look there you go good job they're telling you a good job i say good job liz thank right? you sir what's her name liz good job liz good job liz good job liz this is bobby bobby say hello this is joe hello. he does a business card <laughs> good job liz good job liz <laughs> you'll never guess who does that one You'll never guess who does that one. It's English. It's, oh, my brother got it with English. He's an Englishman. Yes. But do you know the actor? A little bit of bonus points here. See if you can figure out that one. I don't know if you're going to get that one. I'll play it again. Liz? Yes, sir. Oh, look, there you go. Good job. They're telling you a good job. I say good job, Liz. Do I have to call in and lay the smack down on this obscure good shit? Job, <laughs> Good job, Liz. Good job, Liz. Yeah, it's not South African. This actor could never do South African. It's Hugh McGregor. No, Hugh McGregor is actually English. This is somebody who's not the, not in the country of origin trying to do the country of origin. Uh, nobody can do it. Leonardo, no, it's not Leonardo DiCaprio either because it's not South African. It was. It's not English. Samuel Jackson snakes that are playing. 
It was Shia LaBeouf. It was Shia LaBeouf doing that. Now, here's the thing I did with Shia LaBeouf. Um, you guys might remember this. Do it! Just do it! Right. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. See, this was when Shia LaBeouf just did do it. And I proved a point that what I did is I put music to it. It's very inspiring. Hear it? Very inspiring. Some dream success while you're going to wake up yeah. and work hard at it. Nothing is impossible. Right. You should get to the point where anyone else would quit. And you're not going to stop there. No. What are you waiting for? Do it. Yes. It's very inspiring. But I, I made the point a while ago that soundtrack makes the movie... And uh, if you change the soundtrack, you change the whole intention of the of the message. How about this one? Do it! Just do it! Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. So just do it! Make your dreams come true! Just do it! Some people dream of success while you're going to wake up and work hard at it. Nothing is impossible. You should get to the point where anyone else would quit. And you're not going to stop there. No, what are you waiting for? Do it! Just do it! It's amazing how it's scored almost perfectly. Just do it! You're tired of starting over. Stop giving up. <laughs> and believe me, I didn't have to do much to make those two sync together that good. I mean, I'm pretty good at sound engineering, but certainly. Uh, yes, Paul, a while ago, uh, well, years ago, he had taken my trailer for my movie, The Last Laugh, and he put, um, uh, what was that, the movie, and I forget the name of it. It was like the, um, and I forget the song. It's, it's a very motivating music and it totally changed the feel of the film because music makes the film so uh ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our uh our second break yeah second break wow we're way behind so we're going to take our second break and we come back uh you are actually going to listen to those of you who are listening to the archive version you're going to hear the halloween poker game at the end of that break so it'll make it easier for me to put it there all right guys you're listening to radio irregardless with me your host mark scalia we'll be back i've got a surprise for you i guess i'm probably not the surprise you expected they're back so what do you want to do Police still targeting them. Tonight, Dateline's hidden cameras are in an undercover house complete with a hot tub. Did you bring your uh, swim trunks? And Craigslist, we talk about oral sex. There's the internet addict who comes clean. I'm too old for this shit. And the marine sniper who comes armed. She's 
What's in store for all of these men? Chris Hansen with a new To Catch a Predator. You're one ugly motherfucker. Hi, I'm comedian Scott McNeil. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. And stay tuned to learn about the meaning of life. Mark, I'm glad this thing isn't live because I wouldn't want anyone to know that I'm the one who assassinated Kennedy. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. It's great to see you all for the annual poker game. It's going to be a very busy weekend for everyone, so it'll be nice to have some downtime with each other. Chucky, did you bring the chips? I brought the salsa. It's legendary. Well, Pinhead, I brought the pretzels. Who ever heard of pretzels and salsa? Nobody told me there'd be salsa. You know that Ghostface and I are gluten-free. And I'm vegan. You can still eat pretzels, Jigsaw. No, I can't. I'm raw as well. There's plenty of food for everyone. Besides, I was talking about poker chips. Michael and Jason should be here soon. Let's just count out all the chips. Is there a buy-in? Yes, $20. I may be a little short. How much do you need, Jiggy? $20. What the fuck? Language, Charles. You may be a killer. But you don't have to be a savage. I know you're all zen now, but some of us still lose their patience. You might want to try meditation. I listen to an MP3 of a brook in a meadow. That sounds nice. I wish I had the time. Hey, Michael, Jason. What's new, guys? Right. Well, come in. Take a seat. We just started. Jason, did I hear that you just got a book deal? I'm seeing someone. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. The girl from Starbucks? No. Target. I'm still on eHarmony. I think I should change my profile pic. Christian Mingle seems to work well. Let me see your profile. Dude, you don't use that one. It looks like you photoshopped your ex out of the picture. I did. It's the only one of me smiling. No phones at the game, man. Is that your old lady? Come on, guys, really? Hey, Jason. Did you do those webisodes where you pranked the guys fishing? That was epic, man. Are we playing or not? I'll deal. Can I get a cut? Very funny, asshole. Frederick. Sorry, Ghost, but Chucky's being a dick. You can take it, it's just a little slice. This sweater was a gift. Guys, 
guys, can we just play? I feel lucky. I'll take two cards. I'll take three. Jason. Jason, how many cards do you want? No, I can't give you five. No. How many? Ugh. Why don't you just say how many? Dude, I'm sorry. J Jason, just explain to me. Come on, guys. I didn't read. Oh. Not cool, Charles. You know they're sensitive about their speech impediments. Look, guys. Not that I want to. But I just got a text from the Target girl. And she wants to hook up tonight. I told you. I felt lucky. Enjoy the holiday. What the fuck? He took my 20! Get back here, Jigsaw! Language! Well, this was fun. There's only the three of us now. Anyone up for hearts? What the fuck, Pinhead? I couldn't help it. Language! you're back at radio regardless with me your host so i know that we had a call in we had a jigsaw call in but if anybody's got some interesting halloween upcoming things that would be kind of fun to say i know that my wife's got something kind of scary coming up she's going to be doing this uh first annual at least she hopes first annual and i'll tell you what karen if you want you can actually just run upstairs i well, actually no you can call but my wife has got this um, spice thing. She, oh, shit. You scared the fuck out of me. Jesus Christ. I'm going to put a fucking bell in this woman. Oh, my God. You fucking shitting me? Happy Halloween. All right, here. I'm going to come over here and tell everybody. Okay. You don't have to lean in that far. I can hear you well. Okay. So you can tell everybody what this event is. Hi. Can they hear me now? Yeah. Oh, my God. Get the giggles. Okay. <laughs> this is why I don't have a permanent mic set up for you. Because you come in and you're like, uh. <laughs> you turn. This is a woman who just did a voiceover for, uh, you know, a, an insurance company and made, they're making millions of dollars on it. And she gets in front of this microphone and she's like, hello. <laughs> yes, everyone says, who controls the spice? All right. So hold okay. on. Here, do this. <clears throat> All right, I'll try not to yes. laugh. Go ahead. And yeah, they're making millions, but I'm not. Okay. Hi. Hi, everybody. Um, okay, so Friday night. Okay, I got to get serious, I know. But it's a fun event. I don't have to be that serious. Uh, we're going to kick off Halloween uh, with the very first annual Salem's Wicked Hot Spice Tasting Challenge. You had sent me a promo, a press release, but what happened is you sent it to me as a picture which I can't read it because it's blurry as fuck. So hold on. So it's right here. Details? Yeah, no, hold on. It's right here. Yeah, see, I want you to see what, what you sent me. This You sent it to me as a picture. I did. All right, yeah. so I'll give you the details. Um, so basically, we're going to have four layers of hellish fun from mild uh, to medium, hot, and super hot. We're going to do chilies. They're going to be mashed up. 
6 o'clock on Artist Row from 6 to 7 p.m. And uh, it's getting a good buzz. we got a lot of people coming down. And actually, it's going to have a charitable component to it. We're going to have a Local 172, the Salem Fire Department there. And uh, they're going to be selling their T-shirts. We've got flames all over them. And the money's raised from those T-shirts uh, support the local fire department and the um, firehouse's uh, amenities uh, that come out of their, usually come out of their pocket. So it's, it's for a good cause. Um, and people can try these chilies. And we're going to, yes, we are going to have ghost pepper chilies, which is the hottest chili on the planet. And I just want to take this time to, uh, to reprimand my listeners. Hey, that high was kind of hot. Jason, you married Brendan. Hi, Karen. At least Karen. At least Kim went high. Karen. Everyone else, you like lecherous fucks. <laughs> They're like, hello, Karen. You married? All right, get out of here. Go enjoy your spicy ghost peppers. Happy Halloween. Hey, Karen, sup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not hitting on my wife. That's just sup. Now that's fine. You went from really no you. You went from like really hitting on my wife. That's like the most casual. Just hey, what's up? What's it's like? Not even that cool anymore. So, oh, uh, you fucking people, I miss you guys. Uh. So, uh, speaking of Brendan, I know Brendan's there, and I know Brendan's uh, Brendan's podcast is going uh, very well. This is why the aliens don't come. He's, I, I think, what are you, eighteen episodes in now? Something like eighteen episodes, and he's uh, he's doing very well. And him and I, and I know we're still talking about this, but I know it's going to happen. Brendan and I, we're going to try to do a. Are you up to thirty episodes? Oh my god, I'm only up to eighteen. So I gotta, I gotta start doing it because every Tuesday I try to listen, then I get distracted with my show, and because I don't show prep until fucking Wednesday, which is terrible. But uh, Brendan, uh, he wants to do a live, uh, live taping of his show, and uh, I really want to do that. And I figured, why don't we just do it? We'll combine it, and that way we got audiences uh, who will sit through two shows, which is really cool. And one will be taped live and the other one will go out live. And you know what I'll do? I'll even help Brendan so that he could do it because I know he had some Mixler issues. Maybe we could do a live broadcast using the same equipment. We could totally do that. That would be cool. Uh Uh-oh. The hotline is ringing again. Let's see what we got. Hello? Hello? Yes. There you are. Fuck. Why does everybody got to scare me? You fuckers. <laughs> everybody just waits to say hi. And then they... I didn't have this much stress when Jigsaw was asking me to do math. <laughs> well, you're on a delay. So I was like, I heard the show. Oh, and then I was like, wait, you're going hello, hello. I'm like, who the fuck am I talking to? <laughs> I figured you're talking about me. I may as well call. I did. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Brendan Millett. Uh, the host, co-host of This Is Why the Aliens Don't Come. He's up to 30 shows, and I've only heard 18. So there you go. <laughs> well, catch the hell up. Jesus. I know, I know, I tried. You were on episode six. I know. <laughs> but you change your format. You're down to 30 minutes. You're doing a 30-minute show. Yeah, 30, you know, 30, 40 minutes. We thought an hour, hour and a half was a little too long. Yeah, yeah, I thought so, it- too. That's why I cut mine down to an hour. <laughs> yeah. This is me all by myself, and I'm like, ah, I got to wrap the show in 10 minutes. Fuck. So, <laughs> but yeah, now you're, I was actually thinking about having you. I'm glad you called in because you are the mm-hmm. big Halloween guy. You make slasher, you've oh, made slasher Halloween. movies and, and tribute mm-hmm. films. Is that what they call them? Yep. Tribute films? Uh, fan films. Fan films. And you've made yep. uh, Hall- Halloween the Boogeyman. Yes. Yes, and you that was and, a long time ago. Yeah, and uh, you and I made a made a movie. I was I was a slasher guy. I think I was in that somewhere, and, 
And my wife. Alone in the Boogeyman? Yeah, no, no, no. I was, what was that? Oh, you movie? weren't in that one. It was Alone. Alone I was in. Oh, yeah. Oh, Which God. is floating around the atmosphere. <laughs> it's floating around the internet. One of and... the worst scripts I ever wrote. Nah, I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, the ending was so predictable. We made it work. So, so it was, yeah. it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. We got to see a chicken in negligee. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, you know, I'm wearing a trench coat and I got a, you know, rubber mask on. So go right ahead with that. That's fine. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. That's completely. That's the slasher formula right that's... there, except she was certainly no virgin. So she wasn't going to survive the movie. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Only vir- virgins get killed. Exactly. So, so, um, so I was going to ask you about uh, more of the Halloween stuff. What are you dressing up as this year? And do you do you still dress up? Do you go out? Of course I do. I mean, yeah, I'm going to be the Phantom of the Opera this year. No shit. <laughs> yep. I got the mask. I even got a fake rose with a little black ribbon tied on it. I'm hardcore. You wearing a tuxedo? No. Well, Phantom that's where of, I draw the line. <laughs> Phantom of the Opera wears a tuxedo. I haven't worn a tuxedo since with tails. wedding like three yeah. years ago. So it's, it's a tuxedo with tails. It's a 20 style. Yeah. Uh, no, I have like this long black Victorian looking coat I'm going to wear for that. So, <sighs> well, you do. See, I, I, the reason I know this, and I, I'm early on promotion, but <clears throat> this weekend I'm doing something in Boston where mm-hmm. it's a, uh, it's called dining in the dark where you wear a mask and then you eat. And then you have to kind of, it's like, because uh, you can't see that your sounds food. sounds kinky. Yeah, it's actually really, it's a lot of fun. I've I've done it Halloween the past few years. And, and every year I dress up as the Phantom Gourmet of the Opera. Is what I dress <laughs> up. So I wear a tuxedo usually, and I wear a cloak, and I wear the half wow. mask. So, yeah, that's a good one I know. But that's the only time hey. I dress up for Halloween, because, you know, Karen's going to have a party here Saturday night, I think. I don't know. I don't want to say that on the air, but... By the time hey, the podcast Karen, goes out, you know, I don't know. <laughs> that was creepy. Uh, so yeah, we'll oh, do. A, we got to We got to do a live live crossover, and hopefully, we'll pick a Definitely. day where there's no snow and it's nice and it's convenient. We get we get everybody. Snow. and maybe we'll go live. Maybe we'll do you live too. See, I don't know if Michelle and I could do live because you know when we record, there's stuff we always blurt out that we're like, "Shit, we're glad we record this because it has to get cut out." Oh well, you know. <laughs> See, yeah, I learned that too. I I take my shows and I edit them down a little bit if they go over time. I tend to cut up the ahs and stuff like that if I say too many or right. my guests say too many. But because you're going out live, if you have a live audience, you have a mm-hmm. live audience anyway. So what the fuck? Uh, that's true. Yeah, that's it, true. And then you don't we'll have offend to keep somebody. It. Right, and then what you do is you do like I do. You download it off of Mixler, then you edit it, and you, then mm-hmm. you delete the original, and then you keep the finished version of what you got. <laughs> exactly. Never happened. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. we'll, def- we'll definitely do that. And uh, I, hope you en- I hope you enjoy Phantom of the Opera this year. Oh, I think I will. All right. And maybe you can uh, find out where Kim is. She's dressed as the devil in the blue dress. I don't know if you saw that picture. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go before somebody gets in trouble. What's up, Kim? But, but, <laughs> Call me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Brendan Millett of This Is Why the Aliens Don't Come, the podcast. <laughs> you can listen to it. Uh, he does a new show every Tuesday. And, oh, there's a sweet little crinkly face. Why don't you two hook it up online? That's weird for me. <laughs> you can I don't see- know. You've been trying to hook us up since we've been on this show. I've never even met the woman. but <laughs> he's, he's like, sup, Phantom? <laughs> She's like, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, Sub-sento. who knows? It may work out, you know. Maybe she'll be a guest on your show or 
<laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'd say you. I'd, I'd say you'd have her on your show, but I don't even want to go touch that at all. So let's just leave that alone. That's why I, I should go probably go before I say something really inappropriate. Yes, let's go, serious matchmaker. Because damn. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. We'll talk soon. Hey, enjoy Halloween. All right, man. You all too. Right, bye. Right. Brendan Millett of This Is Why the Aliens Don't Come. He's been a guest of the show. He's called in a few times, <clears throat> and uh, it's always great. Uh, you have no idea. Kim does not know what she's doing for Hollywood. 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 Halloween. Halloween. All right. We're going to take a third and final break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I got going on this weekend. You're listening to Radio War Regardless. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. Hello. This is Paul Landwehr. Check out Radio Irregardless, hosted by the hilarious Mark Scalia, every night at 8.30. Uh, it's not every night, though. I messed up. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Air, regardless, with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And my, my listeners, my online chatters are just having quite the... I'm like the online Chuck Woolery all of a sudden. And there's a reference nobody gets. Uh, let's see. It's uh, Let's see. <laughs> I'll bring you guys up to speed because you're, you're going to be listening in the future. So um, after I said the thing about Pepe the Shrimp, my wife said, I love him. Kim Santos said, I mean, I'll be in Salem. Let's see. I have no idea what I'm doing in, uh, in Salem. Then she says, I mean, I will be in Salem, but probably not costume, maybe just the horns. And Brendan said, just the horns? <laughs> and he says, kidding. And uh, he says, okay, and the pitchforks. And Brendan says, oh, my. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> oh, what a great job I have. I love this fucking job. And uh, speaking of love this job, I'm going to tell you uh, before I go, uh, I will tell you my first best and worst, but I'll only do it with the Halloween stories. First Halloween I can remember uh, is the one I told you guys about, about dressing up as uh, Groucho, as uh, Harpo Marx with the, uh, with the wig and the, um, the cake, <laughs> the cake, the Tupperware cake container on my head with the cardboard brim. That's the first one I can actually remember. I think before that, my mother would just dress us up as little girls or something where we wouldn't make up and I don't remember. Uh, the best Halloween party and a lot of people don't know this one. I think I was uh, just before I started doing comedy, so I was like nineteen or twenty, and I had gone to a party in Saugus where my friends from high school were there. And uh, my friend Andy, he had uh, there was this trailer, and it was a, a bigger trailer, but it wasn't like a home trailer; it was like a trailer trailer, and it had a door and everything, and it had a front, and uh, and he was having a, a party, and he had music. And I had brought my friends from Chelsea up. Now, in those days, when I was 19, 20, I had two different worlds. I had my Chelsea world and I had my high school world, uh, my high school friends world. And they were literally two different worlds. In Chelsea, it was 
uh, it was gangster rap, hip hop, things like that, you know. And I that was all the stuff I listened to. It was clubbing and stuff like that. And then in Saugus, it was more about, um, you know, kind of hanging out, you know, just drinking things like that. So it was very two different worlds. And for this Halloween party, I brought like three or four of my friends from Chelsea up. So my Chelsea friends mixed with my Saugus friends, and it was. It was one of the coolest things ever because there was like we were playing Megadeth and Public Enemy and my buddy Eric, who was a DJ, he was mixing like he brought up his stuff. He brought up his turntables in his car. And this is when you had to bring turntables, not a single fucking box that had a you know computer and MP3s. He was DJing. <clears throat> he had both turntables and he only, he, you know, they had a record player, but he brought up his stuff and he played his stuff. It was so fun fun and we were there and we were drinking and we had like the best the best time ever that was like uh it was like one of the best halloweens ever um the worst halloween i'm trying to think of the worst one the worst halloween uh i don't know i don't know if i've had a worse halloween's one of those things you don't have a worse holiday maybe the one it was is my uh when i when i lived in uh when i was it wakefield yeah, I lived in Wakefield. Maybe it was Revere. I don't remember. Um, but there was... Um, let me think. Let me think. Because there was one where there were a couple friends of mine. They were from Revere. And I used to date this girl, Nikki, and her friend, Maria, who I kind of dated uh, a long time ago. And they were running around trying to thug life Wakefield. <laughs> Hashtag thug life. Um, oh, if I'm going to do a thug life, I'm going to just play, I'm going to play some serious thug life, uh, thug life. Here we go. Yeah. It's a thug life. I was up there. I was doing it. I was doing it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I was doing the thug life in Wakefield. <laughs> I was doing thug life in Wakefield. It's suburban town, everybody. Um, but there was, uh, they were running around and my friend Nikki and, and Maria, they were they got uh they got hit with eggs and shaving cream and i was hanging out with them and i just kind of I, I was floating around and i just kind of i hooked up with them and they were covered like head to toe in whipped cream and eggs and we had to go back to i think it was either maria's apartment and uh they had to get changed and believe it this is the worst one by the way this is the worst <laughs> This is the worst story. I was hanging out with Nikki, who I dated in high school, and uh, <laughs> they were pelted with rocks and garbage. Um, and so we went back to Maria's apartment, and Maria goes, look, i got to get cleaned up. I'm going to take a shower. And she goes, Nikki, you want to take a shower? And I'm there just kind of hanging out. And I think the worst part of the story is I did not get laid. <laughs> That's the worst part of the story. A girl I used to date and a girl who I kind of dated – which was weird because Nikki, I was in high school and she was the first girl, the first girl I ever was with topless. And that was like, you know, I was like 17 to 16 or something like that. I was a very late bloomer. No, I was 15. Um, and she was like the first girl I've ever seen topless. Um, and the Maria was a girl I dated when I had just started doing stand up. Like it was, what is this? What the fuck? What is cage free? I don't know. Where is this going? I don't know. Oh, it's eggs. They're talking about eggs. I thought you meant. Oh, 
I don't know what's happening, but <laughs> the online is the good story, but it was the worst story because I, I didn't have sex at the end of it. That was like the worst story. Anyway, I got to go because the show's running late. So not really, but the show's going to kind of late. So ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you where I'm going to be this, uh, this holiday weekend. And I do call it a holiday weekend. Tomorrow night, I'll be at the Kowloon doing a fundraiser, a double fundraiser, actually. One for a private show and the other for, uh, I think, uh, one of the Wongs is running for an office position and he wants me to do 15 minutes, which I'm like, really? That's a mistake, but that's fine. I'll do it. Uh, so, it's, and then Friday and Saturday, as I mentioned when I was on the phone with Breath, uh, with Brendan, is I'll be doing Dining in the Dark at the Hampshire House in Boston. And that's the experience where you... Uh, you wear a mask and you cannot see anything at all and you eat, you experience a meal. Uh, it's it's very cool. It's a very cool thing. And uh, I have actually never done it, but I, I've, I mean, I've led the event a bunch of different times, but I've never actually eaten a meal blindfolded because I've got trust issues anyway. <laughs> so that's what I got going on. So I want you guys to be safe over the weekend. Uh, enjoy your Halloween. Have a good time. If you want to be a sponsor or a guest, call into the show, radioirregardless at gmail.com, 978-219-9294. Also, this Sunday, daylight saving time. Set the clock back, change batteries and smoke detector, and we'll see you in November. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, as well as all the online listeners, for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2015. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. <laughs>